Are you looking to make some change this year in your business and maybe your life? If you are, then maybe we should have a chat. You can head on over to speaktopete.com and book in a chat with me and we'll see if we're a right fit. Usually is around improving your communication, improving your process management, and improving your accountability within your business so that we can take away some of the frustration and give you back more freedom. Isn't that why you got into business in the first place? So head on over to speaktopete.com and let's have a chat. We recommend always that you be introduced on a video, a podcast, a webinar, something for your website, anything you're doing, a YouTube video. Somebody should introduce you. It doesn't have to be long. It could be an associate of yours, somebody that works on your team. It could be a family member. It could be your spouse. It could be one of your children. It could be a parent. It could be a customer. It could be a client. It could be a supplier that sets the stage. The purpose of an introduction for the audience is to prepare their thinking for you. And if you get a great introduction, before you say your first words, you will feel the audience moving in the direction you want them to go to. Because my career has been based on speaking at business meetings, yeah. which means something happens before I speak, something happens after I spoke. Welcome back to part two of our three-part series on the Simplifying Entrepreneurship podcast, all around speaking made simple with my speaking coach, Joel Weldon. And, you know, I hope you enjoyed that first part of our conversation. Today, we're going to get into some other great stuff, but using speaking to get your message out and grow your business is a wonderful skill to possess and to keep improving. You know, I know from my own personal experience how valuable speaking effectively can be for you to open so many doors. As good as you are now, you can always get even better. And that's why I hired Joel as my coach a couple of years ago and continue to go through all of his great information. Today, we've got another great conversation with you as well. But before we dig into that, Joel just celebrated his 81st birthday, and I want you to hop over to my LinkedIn page where I shared a wonderful little quick video of Joel celebrating that 81st birthday where he's actually down in Arizona and he lives on a slalom course, water skiing course, and he water skied for over two hours straight, 81 laps of through the, the six balls of this slalom course. And he does this every year. Every year, he adds one more lap. Last year on his 80th, he did 80. And this year, he did 81. He's truly a remarkable individual. So stay tuned here today for some more great tips on speaking made simple. We'll dig right into it with my coach, Joel Weldon. Welcome back to the Simplifying Entrepreneurship Podcast, Joel. Well, thank you, Pete. It's a pleasure to be back with you and with you as you're listening to this podcast on simplifying entrepreneurship. So what's our first question on how to open any message? Well, really, you know, it's around this idea, Joel, like, what do most speakers say to open their message and is it the best way? Well, there's usually two ways that people open. And in our first discussion, I alluded to what we were going to talk about here. The most common thing that you hear speakers say is, I'm so happy to be here, or I've been looking forward to this day so much, or I just <laughs> couldn't wait to get here and share these ideas with you, or I'm so happy 
to be here. All of those are self-directed and no one cares that you're happy or excited or thrilled. We're here for us, the audience is thinking, not for you. So that's the first mistake I think ordinary speakers make is they open with an I message, which is drawing attention to themselves. And if you accept the premise of our first recording was, it's all about your audience, Mm -hmm. not about you. The second way people open a message is in the middle of a story. They open with a story. They walk on stage and the, the host says, like Pete would say, and welcome Joel Weldon. Clap, 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 clap. And the speaker comes out and says, so there I was in the Canadian forest alone. And, and a forest fire had gone through there. And as I'm, what, what does that have to do with building my email list? How is that going to help me become a better entrepreneur? Well, eventually, you're going to figure it out. If they're a good speaker, there is some kind of a point. But in the beginning, you don't know it. And when that happens, you're thinking, what is this about? Why am I out in the forest? Well, I don't care about that. So that, to me, is a mistake. The opening should be actually the introduction. And that's why we recommend always that you be introduced on a video, a podcast, a webinar, something for your website, anything you're doing, a YouTube video, somebody should introduce you. It doesn't have to be long. It could be an associate of yours, somebody that works on your team. It could be a family member. It could be your spouse. It could be one of your children. It could be a parent. It could be a customer. It could be a client. It could be a supplier that sets the stage. The purpose of an introduction for the audience is to prepare their thinking for you. And if you get a great introduction, before you say your first words, you will feel the audience moving in the direction you want them to go to. Because my career has been based on speaking at business meetings, which means something happens before I speak, something happens after I spoke. And I had to figure out a way, how do you get them focused on what they're going to hear rather than what they just heard? or what's coming up the next day. And that's where the introduction came. So the purpose of an introduction is to prepare them for the message. Number two, why is that message important to them sitting in that seat or watching virtually? And three, what gives you, Pete, the right to talk about that subject if you're the speaker? What are your credentials, your credibility on that subject? The introduction should never be a bio. We don't care about what school you went to, your favorite hobby, and that you love dogs. (laughs) That has nothing to do with building a business. If you're talking about how to grow your business, then the introduction talks about how you grew your business, how you've helped other people grow their business. Does that make sense, Pete? Absolutely, it does, Joel. Absolutely. I'm thinking to myself, as much work that I think I've done in some of this already, based on your coaching, I still have more to go and more to change and more to tweak. And I think we all probably do, everybody that's listening here. Well, you're absolutely right. There, there's always more we can do. So how do, how's the best way to open? So I, I used this sign before, and I don't know if it's still readable. <laughs> yeah, it is. It says it's you. the opening of everything you do from today on. Every email, every phone call, every podcast, if you're hosting it or speaking on one, every video, 
every webinar, everything that you do began with that word. So let's just make believe that this podcast is an event, a virtual event and a live event, a hybrid event. You've got people watching online and we have people in the seats in a hotel ballroom. You're here for one reason. You're an entrepreneur. You're a business owner. You started a business. Now, you might have started that business decades ago Mm -hmm. or days ago. Regardless of the experience you've had as an entrepreneur, you're here because you want to get ideas on how to take your business to that next level and live a life of significance where you can enjoy the fruits of your labor and also help other people benefit from the products and services that you provide. And in this session, you're going to know these three things on how you can grow your business. A, whatever that is. B, C. You're also going to have a simple plan of action that you can implement immediately tomorrow. And hopefully you will feel excited about these ideas to take your business to the next level. Does that sound like a good plan for our discussion today? It sounds like a great plan, Joel, and okay. that's something that we always try in the Simplifying Entrepreneurship Podcast. We're always working towards giving them the takeaway, telling them in advance. You know, it's so important, and you've taught me this too. Tell them what you're going to tell them in advance. Let them know what's coming up. Right? It's important for the lead-in of the conversation. And if you, and then if you personalize that. So, as an example, you come from the shoe business, right? Yeah, right. You, you've run successful shoe stores. So, let's just say you're talking at, and I don't know what the association is called, the National Association of Shoe Store Owners. Yeah. And what is the name of that organization? I know it's said better well, than that. It, it's the National Shoe Retailers Association. Okay. So, let's just say, Pete, you're talking at a breakout session to 150 shoe store owners. How do you open something like that? Thank you, Joel, for that introduction. You're here because you own a shoe store. Now, you might be thinking, I'm so glad I'm not in a shoe store today. I'm here at this beautiful hotel in XYZ City at this wonderful convention. Or you might be thinking, I'm here in this beautiful city in this gorgeous hotel. I wish I was back at work. I just love so much what I'm doing. (laughs) Now, which one of those is you? Do you have that passion and burning desire to be there every minute of every waking day, even though you know it's not possible? Or is it something you're using to get to someplace else? No matter where you are in that continuum, you're going to get some ideas today that are going to be helpful. You're going to know the three things as an entrepreneur owning a shoe store that'll differentiate you from every other shoe store in your market. You're also going to have some very clear examples of other shoe store owners that have done these things and what growth they've experienced. And hopefully you'll feel even more excited about owning your own shoe store and the good that you can do for the people that you serve, because you know that your product, those shoes are used almost every day by your customers. And you also know that sore feet and uncomfortable shoes make for a miserable existence. And part of your mission is to put beautiful shoes and make those feet feel healthy, happy, and beautiful. So let's start off with some great ideas on how you can make that happen. Now, there you go. So I just made that up (laughs) based on on knowing a system about 
how to open any message. And notice how many eyes were in there. You know, I just love my business. You know, when I wake up, uh, you know, I just can't wait to get to work. You know, and I've had my store for 22 years. And all I can think about as I'm sitting here in this beautiful hotel is, boy, I wish I was back in my store again. <laughs> and, uh, and by the way, I, I need to tell you, we did something recently in my store. And then they go off on a tangent. Yeah. And they forget these magic words. No one cares unless what you're saying can help meet their needs, overcome their fears, or reinforce their victories. And if you do that, you have their full attention and interest. Make it about them. Love that. Joel, once you're into your talk, how important are those first 20 seconds? Well, you know, we hear a lot about the first 20 seconds. If you don't grab them in the first 20 seconds, they're going to be gone. I don't know where that came from. And I'm sure just like anything else, there's all kinds of studies out there. But I think we could say this, that you have a limited amount of time to get the audience thinking this. Well, this sounds interesting. He seems like he really knows what he's talking about, or she really knows what she's talking about. And I think I'm going to listen. Or they're thinking, what am I doing here? And then they pick up that magic device that everyone has available for them. <laughs> they pick up their smartphone. They look yeah. at their texts or emails and they're gone. So the goal is, I use the metaphor, and this would be helpful for you, of a bus. So as you're listening, you've probably been on a bus in a big city. And if you haven't, you've seen it in a movie. Well, just imagine that the bus is your message. Whatever you're going to talk about is the bus. You are the bus driver. The people that get on the bus, the passengers, are your audience. And the sign on the bus is where the bus is going to take them, where the message is going to take them. And in our case, this message on how do you open any message is going to take you in that direction. So that when we get to the end of this ride or this podcast, you will have some ideas on how you can open your next message. Love You've early, already heard a lot of them. Yeah. Make it about you and not I. Use that opening that I used, which was called the no have feel, K-N-O-W. So if you watch this again and you watch session number one, that's how I began. What you will know, you will know one, two, three. What will you have? You're going to have a handout. You're going to have a follow-up. You're going to have an opportunity to invest in my course. You'll have, what will they have? And then feel. No, have, feel. How will the audience feel at the end of this message? So that's some of the tools to help you make a great opening. The 20 seconds, I wouldn't get hung up on it. If you're looking for information that this speaker has, you're going to stay. Yeah. And if what the subject is not important to you, you're gone in less than 20 seconds. So I hope well, that answers the question, Pete. It does, sir. Thank you kindly. And we're coming to the end of the Simplifying Entrepreneurship podcast here today, Joel. And I want to give everybody the opportunity to who wants to reach out to you. And I know you've got a great offer. So why don't you tell them how to get a hold of you and learn more a little bit like I have in the past and reach out to you for some coaching around speaking? Well, the simplest thing, just go to talktojoel.com, talktojoel.com. That'll lead you right to my calendar. Pick out a half-hour spot convenient to you, and you and I will talk. 
Make sure you tell me you're on Pete's podcast so I know who you are and that you're special. <laughs> That's great, Joel. Thanks so much for sharing your wisdom with us. And I want to, again here, as in the first one, to have you close us out with the words that most everybody who listens to the show regularly hears me say, but it's coming from the person that I learned it from. Well, before we do that, let me encourage you to listen to our third session because there's some gifts <laughs> that you're going to have an opportunity to decide which one of these that you want. Nice. So this is going to be in session number three. So how do we close out session number two? Make it a great day. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironicmedia.com.